From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome in to the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open a cold beer and let's get after it. It's uh, it's been a long week already, dude. Oof, I'm oh, uh, yeah. playing my I've got some pretty bad allergies. It's uh, I guess this is my flu game, uh, <laughs> but you know, we'll, we'll we'll make it through champions adjust uh, today. We've got uh. Big news in the NHL, Stanley Cup review, talking our Baltimore trip, and lots, lots more. How are you doing this week, bud? Uh, I'm doing all right. Uh, pushing through. I'm going to Chattanooga next week, so we'll be uh, be off again next week for uh, for work. So uh, not podcast work, real work. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm doing all right. How about you, man? Pretty good, man. You know, fighting through. Just I had my allergies are bad, mixed with I guess like I had a 24 hour bug or something. Just wasn't feeling good. My body was just recovering from Baltimore, I guess. Yes, so. uh, but yeah, uh, don't forget to check us out on What a Maneuver and Patreon to support the show. And on August fourteenth, we will be live over at Mayday Brewery, and we will be joined by Justin Bradford. That'll be a good time. Show will start about one thirty, so come on out, enjoy some dope beer. Uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, I'm super excited about Mayday. I'm a I'm a big Mayday fan. So since they're creation so i'm excited to get over there and do uh do a show over there with justin bradford that'll yeah. be fun They'll, they usually always have some really good food trucks i think they're dog friendly outside so come on it down uh hopefully the weather is nice but let's jump straight into the news everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice it's time for news from inside the boards pecorine has Called it a career. Uh, the 2018 Vesna winner and the 2021 King Clancy winner has announced his retirement. He uh, he leaves with 369 wins and 60 shutouts. Easily the greatest uh, Nashville Predator to ever play. Uh, what what uh, a- I mean, I mean, yeah. As far as finishing his career, there, I'd say Shea Weber has a big argument for being the best Predator to ever play. But I mean, I hear what you're saying for sure. I mean, it's he was there all 15 seasons. I mean, he, he will definitely be the first jersey retired there, no question. Yeah, and that shouldn't – I really hope they don't take long to do that. That should be in a immediate, like, start of next season. They put his jersey up somewhere, whether it's a ring of honor or a banner or something, and then maybe in a couple of years he gets a tro- he gets a, a, a statue outside somewhere. Yeah, that would be sick to, to get a sweet statue out there. Um yeah, I'm uh I'm sad to see him go, man. It, it's uh it was a a long storied career. He was a a great addition to Nashville as yeah. a whole. So not just on the ice, but off the ice as well. He did a lot for the community, right? With all this charity work, uh, I mean, he got a lot of people. He helped make this city into a hockey city. Uh, but moving on from that, I'm sure we'll be talking about that a bunch at Justin Badford. I'm sure we'll be talking about it a bunch over the summer. Uh, Duncan Keith traded to uh Ed uh, to Edmonton. Uh, I believe they got someone not really great and they uh, and no salary retained not a great trade in my opinion he is i mean what is he now 40 
41 years old, something like that. He is old for sure. Um, and yeah, I mean, old- we talked about that being a potential landing spot, but what does it really add to the the Oilers? I don't think it adds a lot. I mean, if they didn't overpay for him, he could be yeah. a great leadership addition, and maybe yeah. that's what they were maybe. missing a little I, bit. I feel like that's not what they're missing. It's just weird that they I think it is that they look at their missing, locker, though. they look at their team, and they say, you know what would really get us a championship? Duncan Keith. Well, like but it. they don't. Well, I don't think. I mean, I think that they don't have any veteran presence there, though. They're a young team that has a lot of youth that hasn't that doesn't have a guy that's won three Stanley Cups on the team. So I think it could be a great addition. He may not. I think my biggest issue is, is less him, but like the fact that there's no salary tension. He's got a pretty big salary too. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I I, I know it's that was everyone's big kicker is that everyone thought that when he left that Chicago would have to keep some of his salary. That, that was going to be the only way they could move him. I mean, he's only making $2.1 million. So that's not mm. that's not crazy. How many years does he have left on that? Two. Yeah. It's not so. Yeah, it's not horrible, but it's not great. It's, I mean, I think $2 I mean, million is still not, overpaying for him. Yeah, overpaying a little bit. But again, you know, they have the talent there. It's not been the talent they haven't that they haven't been able to overcome. They've got a great hockey team. They just don't have that guy that can will them to win. Now, will he be healthy? That's that's more the question, but he can provide a lot to a locker room. I think it's a little high, but um, oh, that's his base salary, though. So I guess if they're paying the cap hits 5.5. So that is a, yeah. a that is way higher. But I would imagine that those are, you know, there's bonuses involved and, and things like that. So, I mean. It'll just depend. We'll see. We'll have to wait and see. Um, I don't think that it's, I agree with you. I don't think it's what they were missing, but I don't think it was necessarily a bad ad, you know? Yeah. yeah I mean, a cap hit of five, five and a half. That's, that's when you, at first I thought you were at two, two million. I was like, all right, it's not as bad as I thought a cap hit of five mil. That's pretty, that's, that's, yeah, that's just his base salary. Yeah. So, um, all right, yeah. Uh, Zach Parise and Ryan Suter each will have their final four seasons of their of their contract bought out by the Minnesota Wild. So I guess they're moving on. I wonder where. I mean, those are not those are decent players. So I mean, where where do you think they could wind up? Come on back to Nashville, Suter. We'd love <laughs> to have you. Um, no, I don't know. I think it's I think it's really kind of just dependent on what kind of salary they're looking for. Really, are they? I mean, because I know Suter left here to go to. Minnesota because his wife's from there. I think he's from around there. And so maybe he's just willing to take that hometown discount and stick around. Do you think this has to do with the expansion draft coming up them buying them out? Uh, possibly. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's a, that's a, a great point that you don't want one of those guys stolen and you can then just resign them if that's really where they want to be, you know? Uh, I mean, that's a, that's a point I didn't really even think about. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think that that's a, that's a totally plausible option there. I, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I can't even really think of places that they would, they would fit well, you know, just like in my mind, I'm trying to, trying to peruse. I think Suter may work well at, in Toronto. I think that could be a good, good move for Toronto. Uh, obviously, those teams that always take these these guys and and have them on the bottom six, teams like Boston, uh, I think that uh, Parise could be a great uh, add to the Rangers. Uh, give them a little veteran leadership. 
mean, he had he had some ridiculous contract, right? Like it was like he'd been there for forever. Yeah. Uh, so by buying that out, that gives the Wild uh, another ten ten point three million in cap space to play with this summer. And you got to think that Caprizov and Fiala will be on, is on the top of their list of uh, UFAs that have to be re-signed. I mean, th- those guys are definitely going to get you know a big you know increase yeah. in paydays. How how long is uh, Zuccarello's contract? Looks like he's got one year left, and uh, he signed a five year, thirty million dollar contract. The Wild um, at six million a year. Looks like he's got one year left on it. We said it signed a five year. He signed a five-year. Let me look. That's he hasn't just, been with the Wild for five years. Okay, then that might have been an old article. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that might have been the contract he had with the Rangers, and then they had they his just, contract uh, came overtook over. Took it. Okay. Yeah, he looks like he signed through twenty three, twenty four. Yeah, uh, he signed a five-year. Oh, he's been well. Yeah, so he's been with them for three years. So he's got about uh, a year and a half left. It looks like on his contract. All right, moving on. Uh, if I get this name right, uh, Dominique Ducharme uh, has uh, had the interim tag to move, and he is now the Habs head coach after taking them to the Stanley Cup final. Uh, I mean, that was a good run by the Habs, and I think that he, you yeah. know, that's a bright young team, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're the first team in Canada to get a cup in the next couple of years. I would be surprised because they are still in Canada. So, well, I the first Canadian team to get a cup. <laughs> well, right, but yeah. you know, one of them has to win it in order for them Very to get true. a cup. So, yeah. you know, they're still from I mean, Canada. So, it, I don't see it. It might happening. be fifty years from now, but who knows? Or they might just separate and say, you know, what, we're going to do our own Canadian league, guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> may, they might have to. It might have to be the. But still, uh, something's going to happen. No Canadian team's going to win it. Yeah, yeah, that's it's going to be the dark horse. They're just going to tie, and they're <laughs> never gonna they're never gonna be able to uh, to actually win. Um, yeah, that's I mean it's much deserved. I mean we'll talk about it in a little bit, but uh, there was just not there was just no beating those the, that lightning team. I mean the the five games was absolutely a stretch. You know, <laughs> I call I, me and me and Paul called that on the tailgate show though. You yeah, know, we yeah, called uh, Tampa in five. Uh, I mean, that was a, a a gutsy win by uh, by the Canadians when they when they got it. So, you know, that guy that uh, had the prediction of the two Josh, Josh Anderson goals and the Canadians win, and then they win in seven. He was two for three. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I mean, it was just uh, a great season by them. They much exceeded the expectations of them. I don't think that there was any series that they were in that we didn't say, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they won, but probably not. You yeah. know, it's probably, this is it. Okay. You got to wonder if the uh, guy now who, so it was, I remember he got it about five years ago. I think it was like two, it was like 2016 or something. And a guy on his, on a, got a big tattoo on his thigh, a Habs tattoo that said, stay on the cup champions two zero two with a spot after the two left open. He's like, they're getting it. And now he's probably like, oh, he's man. Like, oh. He was talking like, this is the year. And now he's like, ooh. Okay. Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, you don't you don't get many of those opportunities. Yeah. So <laughs> when you squander it, uh, he has to be thinking. He's like, I probably should have just gotten the first is... two and then maybe in the next thousand years. Right. And I'll probably be dead before <laughs> yeah. it ever happens. And I wasn't technically wrong. Yeah. You know, <laughs> the way they do tattoo touch up these days, he'll be fine. To be honest, it might have been the year two when the Habs won the la- their last cup. So that could be it. That's, yeah. Yeah. They won in year 20. So. <laughs> All right, let's move on to outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with 
news from outside the boards. Australia hands USA men's basketball second straight loss after an embarrassing loss to Nigeria. Did we cause this when we did our Foster's conk? Yeah. I think that we put it out into the world that, you know, Pucks Out is pro-Australia, and I think they really took to it. Keith told all of the guys, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's in, that's embarrassing. I mean, you know, it's obviously embarrassing, and this team should win. I mean, Patty Mills is my yeah. team. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Like, we this is not the... Yeah. Not is the, Pat, hold on, I'm sorry. I may have misspoke. Petty Mills might be on Australia. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to need to research that before I become an idiot. So yeah, yeah he's Australia. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Patty Mills is on the team. Yeah, Australia's team. <laughs> uh, so if you look at our listening stats from the entire continent of Africa, our only listen from that continent is from Nigeria. So oh my goodness. This is the Pucks Out curse. Who do we play next? Now we know who to bet on. That's true. <laughs> if we got, you know, we'll see if, you know, we'll see what our listens if are. If they play Dominican Republic, we, I know I'm we're up. on. We're up for sure. We got this for sure. Do you think, I mean, listen, they, in the entire history of exhibition ma- matches, US Team USA is 52 and 2, and they have now gone 0 and 2. Are they taking the gold this year in Tokyo? Yes. <laughs> no question. I, I mean, the NBA season just ended. You know, yeah. a lot of these guys are you know, fresh off the, off the game, you know? So not that, not that a lot of the other teams are not, but you, uh, and I, I may be absolutely wrong, but you know, it's hard to bet against you the want to say, but at the same time, it's like, if there was a year for it not to happen, this is when they had to, when, when Popovich had to fly to New York and beg, um, uh, Kevin Durant to, to, to join the team. Like that says well, something. I just can't believe they let Kevin love on the team. If we're being honest, uh, that's your that's your big problem right there. Like he didn't care about it when he was getting paid millions. Why would he care about it for the gold? I, I just think that, you know, the exhibition win for Nigeria and the exhibition win for Australia is awesome for them. If we're sitting here talking the op, well, honestly, it doesn't even make the show doc if we beat both of them. Yeah. You know what I'm no, saying? For it's sure. The- but at the same time, like, listen, if this was just a one off loss, that's one thing. But Team USA made it very clear. They got they were embarrassed by Nigeria. They came out. I believe it was uh, Bradley Beal said that it was the most embarrassing loss in the history of the game of basketball when they lost to Nigeria. Feel like Popovich brought in some player who was uh, who lost in the 70s to the Soviets to talk to Team USA about coming back from a loss. They clearly felt that loss and wanted to make a statement that, you know what, you don't mess with Team USA. Then they go out there and and get beat by Australia. But they got Kevin Durant and he was tweeting from both sides of it. He was also tweeting pro Nigerian tweets on his burner. And his burner <laughs> is Kevin Durant, but he didn't realize that accent, an Australian accent doesn't, you can't type an Australian Devin, accent. Devin Courant. <laughs> yeah. He's just got, He's got a mustache. mustache. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I mean, I, I would not, I mean, it's not like it wouldn't be a crazy thing that if we went out and lost, like, I don't know if there's a bunch of big NBA players that play on Nigeria but the uh, there's a few players that on Australia that are NBA players. You know, I yeah. mean, it's not like here are four players at Team USA or I guess Popovich or someone in that went to and they said no. And I think these are playmakers that could have that could guarantee 
Trey Young, Ja Morant, Lamella Ball, Tyrese uh, Halliburton. These are all players that. It's amazing to me. Like that would that would seem like going and playing for the Olympics and winning a gold would be a big thing. high on your list of, of things that that you would want to do as a basketball player. But maybe not. I mean, you know, obviously, there. I mean, Trey Young is was just playing basketball like yeah. like a couple weeks ago, so he may need a need a break. And he and honestly. I don't know if they have a back brace big enough for Trey Young with the way he was carrying that team. So, um, no, I, I would say yeah. it's very embarrassing. Someone says it doesn't really matter, uh, you know, who the USA f- uh, field who doesn't have because they just, they just lost games to it. Whose best player were Gabe Vincent and Joe Ingles. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Ingles is a, old. Joey Ingles is a good uh, good basketball player, though. And so now I don't know who else is on the Grecian team, but I mean. Go, I, I, you got to think Giannis is going to go off if, if in the Olympics. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, like, I mean, he'll be the best basketball player on the floor, bar yeah. none. Um, so I, I still think, and I know I said it when we were in Baltimore, Team USA versus the world. I want oh, that. Because you know what? If you do that, then maybe Steph Curry, LeBron, they'll step up and say, you know what? We're playing. And then, I mean, it, well, that'll I think, be good. I think basketball. that's what it already is, though. Except for on our side, we're not playing the world on our side, but the world is all every team in the world, every other national team is when it comes to basketball, wants to beat Team oh, USA. Yeah. You know, like that's the thing because I mean, it's where everybody comes in. When it comes to soccer, you know, I we're mean, like the Soviets were in, with hockey. Yeah, exactly. Does that mean we're the baddies? We, <laughs> we, yes, we have been. We. We have been the the baddies for if, a long if, time. If like Greece knocks us out for like the silver medal, and are you someone gonna say, "Do you believe in miracles?" But in Grecian, well, and see, but the difference was is is you know all the great American and Canadian hockey players didn't go play hockey in yeah in Soviet Union. You know, maybe they legally couldn't. I don't. I don't know the the situation. But like every great player in the world comes and plays basketball yeah. in the And NBA. I think it's only starting to happen in the you know in the last I would say five years that we're starting to get so much talent from other countries that they're starting to go play for their own countries. Like ten years ago, I think Giannis would be playing for Team USA. It, like a guy who you know. I don't know. No, I mean you know when Spain gave us that loss, the Gasols went were playing for yeah. Spain. I mean you know uh, Tony Parker always played for France, and it was always crazy to me that he was French. Like I'm like Tony Parker. Yeah, oh, it's Tony. What are you I like doing to think that here? Even in France, they say his name. Oh, wow, wow. Tony oh, Parker. Wee, wow. wee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, old tone. <laughs> Just they, they go to like a, a weird New York Italian accent. Man, Manu Ginobili always played for Argentina. Tina. I mean, this is, you know, because I think it, it became that, you know, who wants to go and play for yeah. the team? Because it probably always a lot of win. these guys, it probably wasn't like I'm going to take my team to beat team. USA. it's probably I want to be I want to be the superstar of my team and show that, you know what? And because, and you know, if you're on a team with all these superstars, you you know, you're going to maybe have a 25 point game. Be honest, go out there have an 80 point game. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I just I, I have personally. I wasn't a huge fan of the Team USA roster this year. And I, I know it's because a lot of players aren't playing. I honestly, I, I actually prefer that it's like this because it's no fun when Team USA just goes out there and. No, it's work. super fun, dude. It's super fun. <laughs> I mean, fun. it's fun as far as a gold medal count, but I'm not going to watch those Do games. You're, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm probably not going to watch them. But like, if it was the dream team, 
Well, when yeah. they were beating teams like yeah, a hundred to twenty. Dream, yeah, I would watch because it. Dream Team was new. It's been going on for almost thirty years now. No, it ha- but it hasn't. We've never had a team like that team. I mean, we had a couple, maybe two thousand. I'm talking about the, the absolute really like the 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 seesaw all to one side for Team no, USA. It's been like, like that for a while. Like, I mean, that's that's the thing. Like. I mean, they have a really good team. And oh, yeah, they definitely just, they have the best guys, team. They have the best team in the Olympics by far, which says a guys, lot about basketball in this country. They don't have they don't have the big men that that are necessary for a, a world a world stage. I mean, Bam out of bio is great, but I Kevin Love has not done anything in the NBA since LeBron carried him to a championship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm Kyrie. Sorry, I'm so yeah. sorry. I didn't mean to. The earth is flat, though. I couldn't see you behind LeBron, so I'm sorry, Kai. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I mean, it's a really, really good team. Don't get me wrong. Just not an exciting team. No, I mean, yeah, it's definitely not. Italy wins 2021 Euros over England. Hide your wives? Yeah. Did you not know that when England plays, that uh, no matter what, if they play, their domestic uh, abuse goes up? Oh. But if they lose, it like goes like I thought you were about to say up. something like, you know, adultery, like more adultery happens because, you know, or something like that. No, no, no. Well, I mean, you know, the, now the Italians are suave. That's dude. what I was like, thinking. Like the Itali- for yeah. sure. In, in that regard, like, did you know well? that? Because all these Italian plays are out of the house. All these Italian women are out with their, I don't know, car mechanics. No, no. Whatever. Watch your, I don't know what. I don't watch know what, your yeah. wife yeah. because the Italians are out and about and they're yeah. feeling swaggy. OK, <laughs> I mean, Jersey Shore is finna be lit okay <laughs> no no but the uh the domestic abuse skyrockets even when they play but when they lose it's that's insane. it is ins- i know it's a it's it's absolutely insane like, sometimes i feel like a lot of people like treat england like this oh like that they're very they're like they're way more civilized than us then you see like england like when they play like soccer and it's like yeah or you see uh, like their breakfast plate like like, oh okay like they start like i sometimes you people just straight up forget you know because since we have our own issues to deal with in america how racist of a country they can also be when they lose a game in international sports it's like oh they're just like deeply ingrained in the racism it's just a part of who they are whereas we're very young so we haven't got to ingrain it yet yeah oh it's ingrained (laughs) but not as ingrained as them uh Shikari Richardson denied spot on U.S. team. We talked a little bit about this in Baltimore as well. Um, I'm, I'm not a fan, uh, mainly because no, of the, either. You, you know, main, you know, a lot of people saying, oh, well, she broke the rules. It's like, yeah, she admitted to it. The rules are dumb, but I dislike the uh, USA track and field team trying to pass the buck. Yeah, they, and were, then, they were and hoping then, the Olympics would ban her. And they're like, oh, yeah, like we got your yeah. back. Like, oh, but those darn Olympi- yeah. Olympics, you know, we the never Olympics can said, oh, It's not on us anymore. And instead like, of if and you said, want her, you can have. And then they're like, oh, yikes. like we want Cheech hanging out with us at the, you know, like she's going to be super stoned the whole time. We're not going to understand what she's saying. Like <laughs> my thing is. You know, do hard drugs like an adult that get out of your system. Like, <laughs> no, I'm, you know, it's, it's very disappointing. Uh, and super disappointing of the, of the U.S. I mean, there, we're coming up on, I think, what, something like 36 states have some sort of legality for maybe that's high. Maybe I'm just bringing that number out of my, but it's a high number yeah. that has medicinal or recreational. Yeah. It's getting ridiculous. Like my thing is if I'm a runner and I'm sitting there and I'm like, 
dude, you should smoke this joint. Like, it's never like, oh, this guy cheated. He smoked a joint right before the race. Like, that in no way enhances your, like, that'd be like banning, you know, like, dude, no pizza. If if you're in the Olympics, no pizza, which is a gateway to weed. Yeah. So, it it is just crazy that it is 2021 and we're still not letting athletes play because of weed. Like, bro, you want to smoke weed, smoke weed in my mind, you know, because she could, because she could have right before that test gone out and drank a fifth of vodka. We're not even having a conversation about it, you know, unless she does something awesome on which camera. i would say alcohol will definitely help a sprinter a lot more than weed as someone who's been a worked at a bar with people get drunk yeah they might not run in a straight line but they're which running. is but that's very important in track and field if you go across your plane boom dq'd <laughs> so um you know maybe if it was like a everybody was drunk that'd be sick you know just like <laughs> drunk racing you know they should do that but with nascar Maybe, <laughs> maybe I want to see it <laughs> halfway through. They just like tell the uh, like the, the the top five people. They all right, they got to turn around and go the other way now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just like a whole, you know, you make up the rules as you go. But that's just crazy to me. I can't believe that she was denied the spot by by the team. All right. The Tampa Bay Lightning uh, are your back to back Stanley Cup champions. They have already dented the cup on their uh, celebrations, nice. which I think people are forgetting that it's not the worst thing that ever happened to the cup on celebration. Uh, I believe the Canadian or the, I believe the Canadians once left it on the side of a, a snowy highway because they used it to the, like someone's like, you know, they, they give it to a guy for 24 hours where yeah. his tire popped and he didn't have a jack. So we used the Stanley Cup as a uh, jack to get his car up and change the tire. And then he left it on the side of the road. It- that's honestly an awesome story. My thing is, like, do you think that they don't have guys that can fix it? Like, you, like, this is just what we've heard about. Like, oh, there was one where they, they wanted to light it on fire to have, like, a big, oh, look at it on fire. Metal doesn't burn. And then they realized that there's, like, stuff around it. And they didn't have fire extinguishers, so they all pissed on it to put the fire out. There is absolutely no way that all of that is original you know what i'm saying like dude they probably don't even they probably don't even like actually release the real stanley cup like they just give them this replica and they're like yeah it's the stanley cup imagine being the dude who's like the watcher the keeper of the cup just like oh no i have to give it to a drunk kucherov that dude has got to have so many stories oh yeah he's just like here you go i protect this mr ovechkin uh (laughs) He's like not letting it go. <laughs> there, well, I believe it was. Was it the Caps or the team? Or I think it was Pittsburgh's last year. There was a video. Someone got really drunk and puked in the cup. And then they clearly cleaned the cup. But like the next person who added ate like Captain Crunch out of it. And it's like, oh, like, I'm sorry. Bro. Like, I yeah, like he's, <laughs> he's like, <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> it's the Stanley Cup, yeah. dude. Like there's been it there's been so much stuff in there. It isn't right. Right. Puke and Captain Crunch are probably the least two gross yeah. mixtures of things that have They're been probably like the most one similar of things. Other. Right. That is, you know, I mean, maybe the guy was eating Captain Crunch and then puked Captain Crunch in it and they didn't even have to clean it. They just let the next guy yeah. eat the Captain Crunch. Out it just of fermented it. a little bit. What would you do if you had the cup for a day, man? Oof. I don't know, man. I think just I think I, I don't. It's hard. That's a good question. I'm not sure. I think I would just take it around town. And just start throwing, original. Just start throwing it at people. <laughs> just I'll use it as a weapon. <laughs> just okay, throwing it at people like just like trust throwing it at people. I mean, the thing is, like, even when your background check gets ran, 
They're like, I see here that you have an assault on your charge. You're like, yeah, but read the details. Like, like oh, oh, you assaulted somebody with the Stanley Cup. I'm like, see, Your Honor, they're like, you're free to go. That's honestly. No, no, sir. I'm going to need the conviction because of all of the you know background checks that I'm going to have to have run on me later. I want them to also know about it. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Um, and I really asked the question without like thinking about yeah, what I would want to do. It's a little hard of a question. <laughs> trying to think of anything original. It's like, I don't know. I would get it filled with Bailey's crab cakes. That's dope. And, you know, I would get like a divider and then like half Natty Bow, half Fadley's crab cakes. It's a good one. That's it. That's all I'm doing with it. I would take it. Oh, I would take it to the Colt compound in uh, Baltimore, the Guinness factory. Oh, just straight Guinness out of it. Do you? That's a great, great question. And we'll is get, that, is that know, a drunkenness? Right. <laughs> is that allowed? Like, do you? It's like one of those things like where like the general managers are all sitting around together and they're like, it's the Stanley Cup. They're like, no, no. He's promoting drunkenness. It's like, no. Guys, but we're a brewery. I know. We got to stop it. Shut it down. <laughs> Shut it down. Is that Wayne Gretzky? Get out of here, Gretzky. We kicked you out of here last year, buddy. Uh, uh, but all right. We that haven't talked make, much about that. will make immensely more sense in a minute. Yeah. So we haven't talked much about the actual Stanley Cup finals. Uh, but what what did you think of the finals? What, what would be what grade would you give the the finals? Just the finals. Not not the whole. Playoffs. I would give the. Habs an A for effort. Um, I would give the finals itself a A for sort of boring. You know, I mean, just kind of more ex. What was expected? So, are you consider? I'm very confused on the A for boring. It was boring, so they got the top grade for boring. Oh, okay. So yeah. I didn't know if he's like, hey, I love boring games. Yeah. No, no, no. It's more of just like, and it wasn't boring. Most people it say was like, just I, more I give expected. it a D for excitement, like not very exciting. No, I went the, I went the opposite <laughs> route there. I was just trying to grade it highly. Uh, no, I mean, it wasn't. I, that's the wrong word. It wasn't boring. It was just what you expected. Yeah. You I, know? I would say it's boring. Yeah, I would say it was boring, especially after the great semifinals that we had. Yeah. Following that, the, those semifinals, yeah, the, that that Habs comeback was so amazing, and the, that it that to me was the best round of the finals. I would give the finals, I mean, C, C plus, maybe, yeah, like it. It really, it was. I was when I said Habs in six. I think I was kind of going with my heart. Obviously, yeah. you know, Tampa was. I'd love to see the Habs yeah. win at six, but bro, it wasn't happening. Yeah, I knew it wasn't happening, I mean, but you know, I want to like. I use it's the, not like I was betting with money, so it's like I'll I use the it. pucks out. I, I used the pucks out, uh, you know, curse and willed the Tampa and five to existence. I mean, it, it was, it was just a foregone conclusion. They were the better team. Yeah, they had I'm, star I, power. Yeah. They had, you know, they had everything, everything that every other team that the Habs beat. They didn't have that team they beat didn't have Tampa had it. You yeah. know, they had they had, you know, there were teams that had star power like Toronto, but didn't have that playoff experience, that playoff will to win yeah. or just the actual brick Tampa wall that is Vassy. Yeah, exactly. A, a, a goaltender that is, you know, uh, one of the, the best in the, the league right now and probably one of the best ever. I would say ever that he seen. is the best in the league right now, even though he didn't. Get, I agree with yeah. that. He keeps getting rot like he's too good for his own good. <laughs> That's why he keeps not winning. He has the best stats every year, which is arguably all you need to have to be the the best goaltender of the year. But uh, keeps getting robbed. 
because they want to have a story behind it. I hate that, man. Yeah, no, I, I've always thought that awards like that, the Conn Smythe, the MVP, even Hall of Fame, it should be a blind voting. You don't see a name. You see stats. The next problem to it. is, is that the guys that are voting know all the stats. No, I, I get you know, but, like, but maybe it, 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 I guess it would those just, guys should not be allowed to watch hockey all year. We should yeah. have a bunch of people that don't watch hockey come in and like say, you know, this is what this is. This is what this is. And then now vote for who is the best of this. Yeah. You know, and then they're like, well, obviously the guy that had the most wins and the most saves and the best save percentage is. It's like, oh, or how about super this? sorry, this guy has been in the league a long yeah. time and he's never won it. Or how about this? Instead of doing something like that, the, instead of them looking at it and giving a vote to a player stats, they they say, OK, this year, this stat line is, is worth this points. And now that, no, no. that way it gets delegated to who had the best, who had the most wins. Well, they get five points uh, who had the best goals against. They get uh, and then if uh, it was uh, the same every year, then I'd be. For sure. And then but, it's just yeah, a tally. Well, I'm just talking about getting improved. Like, you know, because at this point, they, we, they're already changing what stat line's the most important. So I figure baby steps with the NHL. Well, they change, like, but see, the, my problem is, is that they don't change the stat line to what's most important. You know, they do it to what's most important for the guy that has the best story to win. Yeah. You know, the, like this year, who had the most uh, tweets with a sword going through their back? I don't know. Well, he ooh, that was last year. So, yeah. well, he didn't have true, any this year, true. so he would have lost <laughs> yeah. because, you know, I was like, ah, wanted to give it to flower. But well, they we said, didn't, guys, we didn't in the last use five years, who that, last yeah. year. Yeah. All right. Oh, we'll, yeah. We'll make it a five year. I just think that. But he is. the Yeah. I would say best goalie in the league. And I mean, you go to a team like Vegas who has that, you know, that experience to to win in the playoffs and. But you would argue they have some great players. Don't get me wrong, but they don't have any mega yeah. star power on their team. Do you think that if Colorado had survived that upset, that they would have been a much better, and maybe they would be holding the cup right now? Or I mean, obviously, it, no. and ifs or what's mean nothing. No, but. I mean, even if they went to the cup, even if they went to the finals, I think that Tampa was the complete team. They yeah. were the team to beat. I don't think that there was any, I mean, and that, and we obviously were singing different tunes at the beginning yeah. of this. Well, at the beginning of the playoffs, we weren't sure if, what Kutrov's situation was going to be. Yeah. And he played such a I massive honestly, part in that run. Yeah, he absolutely did. I think it would have just gone to the next guy up, though. Yeah, is no, the, is the I, thing? I think the difference would have been they would have won in seven games, maybe, if Kutrov wasn't yeah, there. I think that, that Tampa would have had a much bigger opportunity losing in some of the earlier rounds. Yeah. Then they did that cup without yeah. Kucherov. If they made it to the the finals without Kucherov, I think it was a foregone conclusion. Now, Braden Point uh, is having surgery. Do you think he will sit out all regular season to come in the playoffs next season? <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe, if, you know. Uh, I do like no that idea. Cooch is wearing like a shirt during the celebration. He was wearing a shirt that said like 15 over the cap. Or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that they should because people are so mad about it. Be but mad at your again, team for not doing it. Again, it's not like he was smoking weed. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. If he's taking a puff of a joint, you're he's out. Get a cup. We follow rules here. Yeah. I mean Putin, happy man. You know, he's just like, hell yeah. Bring the cup back to Russia again, <laughs> baby. What's up? Uh all right. So we just got back from a dope ass trip in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, for your birthday. We were also celebrating your engagement. It was it was a great time. It was it was hot. Um, my wife got a, my wife got a, uh, had a 
was sick for a lot of the trip, so she didn't have a great time, but she still enjoyed, you know, hanging out with friends and having some good food. But it was a really good trip. We uh, did a dope um, beer side chat at Ministry of Brewing. Ah, place was so that sick. That place was really cool. So sick. I'm so glad we went. Uh, that was the second brewery we went to. I wish it was the only one <laughs> for being on. No, no, all jokes aside, we did almost get kicked out of Guinness yeah. on the 4th of July. So America, baby. Yeah. We said, we said, Ireland, what is this bull? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so to tell that story, we, or, you know, for, for you guys at home, we always just Kong stuff places, you know? I mean, we say it's for you it's guys, what we but do. it's, you know, it's America, you know? Yeah. And so we were Konging and we messed up the first Kong video. It was, it was a dual effort if we're being honest, but we just ordered more <laughs> beers and Kong more. So we get the second Kong in and, and I guess I'll go ahead and hit this shout out. Our boy, who of whom's name I did not know yet, Uncle Scott hit me with a woo, America. And you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna appreciate that. And so I got up and started talking to him and giving him pucks out stickers. And we're, you know, me, I'm talking to him for quite some time. I'm engaging, I'm being friendly. We're talking about all sorts of stuff. And then Uncle Scott looks at me and he says, He's like, hey, hang tight, hang over here with us. I think you guys are getting kicked out. Which was like a super solid move. I think he was gonna let me join his family. Like I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna leave you guys and like, no, I'm going back to West Virginia with my boy Scott. And so, and so I look back, and it's a long picnic table, and on, it was so great because like on one side of the picnic table, there's these two large men. They're semi large. I mean, they're huge or anything, but they're you know stout. And they're standing on the back side of the picnic table, and they have these red Guinness shirts on, and it was clear they were security. And then on the other side of the table, it was a a guy in a black shirt, and he's kind of leaning in, talking to Bobby, like like Bobby and and your wife Megan and Stephanie were just gonna attack. They had to have the guys on the back, so you know. And you'd be surprised how often that happens to me when I get kicked out of places. They come. Like at Dave and Buster's, when I got kicked out for doing nothing, they you came, fake stole something. Yeah, I didn't. I, they that's a story for another time. But they came loaded, and they I guess they don't have security at Dave and Buster's, so he just brought two workers who <laughs> clearly like, were not interested in this. They're like minimum wage. Like they're like, they're like we don't want to do this. They're like part time seventeen year olds. They're like you're gonna catch mega charges if you hit these minors, you know? Like, and so like, I'm like over here, and I'm kind of like peering back and i'm like thinking okay i'm a part of you know uncle scott's family now and so they they didn't kick kick us out they're walking by and i look at the security guards you know probably not my smartest move but a brandon move nonetheless i look at the dumbest move of the week not the the dumbest not the dumbest i look at him and i was like hey if you guys kick us out can you make sure we get a chance to record it (laughs) Everything is content. And they, they started they started laughing about it. The general manager did not think I was as funny as I thought I was, <laughs> and Uncle Scott thought I was, and the security guards thought I was. So I came back over to you because you have the actual story. I just had the the bird's eye view with, with my boy Scott. So. I mean, you told it pretty well. I you know, we got done calling and I'm, you know, drinking my beer. You go over to talk to them, and he comes up and they were out on the same side. They want like they weren't flanking me. It was 
the manager, and then behind him were the uh, were the security guards. To my okay, left. well, my way of telling it was way better, <laughs> okay. and it's the way I remember it. So I'm gonna pretend That's okay. that yeah. uh, you didn't have the the as good of an outside view <laughs> as me. Uh, and he just comes and was like, "Hey, I'm gonna need you guys to take those back to the car." And at that point, you know, I've been a lot of times where like you know this where I'll say. Oh, uh, well, you know, we Ubered here because we did. And I, w- I was expecting to say, oh, well, you got to leave then. I was like, can I just put mine in my fanny pack? And he, he and his fiance. It's like yeah. a koozie, dude. It's and not. I, I wasn't going to argue because that's not. Sure. I mean, I'm not. In, I wasn't. We were basically we done. Got the video. We were basically done with that. That place anyway. Yeah. Because it was a cult. And we'll yeah. talk a little bit more about that. And in a little bit. he's like, yeah, sure. Do that. But. Yeah. You know, the problem is we just we, we're not allowed to promote drunkenness. We'll have our license taken away from us. I'm like. What? First of all, this is a Guinness brewery, bro. This is not. Don't no. Let's take the word Guinness out of it. This is a brewery. Yeah. And the the thing is, if you're not allowed to promote drunkenness, then why don't you have waiters and waitresses checking people's drunkenness? We ordered like eight beers yeah. on the app. That's how. And you when they came, there. you guys were not even at the table. It was just my wife and I. So they delivered like eight beers to two people. Yeah, exactly. Th- didn't they say something like, you know, like, well, we have people bringing in beer pong tables in here, yeah. and here, so, like. My koozie that I drink through a, a you know, a plastic hose is clearly yeah. not the same thing as a large scale beer pong and table. And a beer pong table in isn't a legitimate rule to have, not for not promoting drunkenness, but because you don't want just like you don't want people tables in. bringing tables in and playing beer pong at your establishment. Like, don't be. I think they were just jaw flapping at that point. Like, and, you know, uh, and nobody would have ever known because we'd already done one. But Uncle Scott did not see the first. And so he did not woo it. And then I didn't, you know, he got me riled up. He was riled up. We were all riled up. It was America's Day. And I yeah. think that was the biggest problem oh, is yeah. it was America's Maybe. birthday. And they didn't like that. They're like, this is Ireland, baby. You know, like you want some potatoes <laughs> yeah. or something. We you weren't know? even technically in America. That's a cult compound. And they have, they, they're a nation. It did feel that way at a lot of points yeah like it felt like willy wonka's factory which also a cult where people were like you know we'd ask people questions and they'd answer them very respectfully but it was like almost like their eyes were screaming help me yeah the one guy was smiling the whole time in a weird way yeah and it was like kind of like everybody like it was like just like a whole lot of stuff and you know i'm joking with the guy when he's walking us to our outdoor table and I was like, hey, man, will you take me to Dublin? Because they have a sign that points <laughs> to Dublin. And he's like, oh, no. And I'm like, hey, well, I'm obviously leaving this in the review. <laughs> <laughs> and I will say that the one waiter that came up and like got an order and he's like, oh, man, what he is was it? jazzed about he, it. He was jazzed. I never saw him again. He they told him. on us. I don't think he told. I think they Ooh. know that he got excited and like it broke his trance. And he's like, ah, ah, help me. Ah. And they he's killed like, him. He's like, he's like, do you guys have a beer pong table or something? What the heck? Like, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> no, but it was fun. And I was like, I'll tell you what I was the most surprised about at the Guinness, um, at the Guinness brewery, how not absolutely ridiculously priced the gift shop was. Oh yeah. If we're being honest. Well, like, they get you on them teas. Right. <laughs> they didn't, they, you know, it was so funny because Megan had a tea. We ordered the tea. For $3.50. $3.50, you know, like whatever. Yeah, well, you're fine. You know, a little pricey, but you know, but it's, you know, it's not a sweet tea. We're not here in Tennessee. (laughs) You know, it's just some tea. It's just like a bag, you know, drug in a, you know, thing. 
And so they had this text thing. It's like, hey, can I get you anything else? So I texted. I was like, yeah, can we get a refill on the tea? They're like, ooh. No refills. Like, we don't do refills. Like, okay, well, we're going to order more beer. And I told that. You're like, well, order you another tea? It's like, no big, it's not that big of a deal. We're going to spend way more than the $7 yeah. or or potentially ten fifty if you want to have three teas. Well, and so they bring us the three beers. And she was, and she set my IPA down. She's like, "You're an IPA fan," and you know, in my mind, I'm like, "All right, is this a, is this a tra- Are you trying to get out? Do I need to? Is this your code word?" <laughs> uh, but I was like, "Yeah, no, I love." And she's like, "Oh well, let me go get you some samples of our other IPAs to see if you like those." But we're not talking like samples. Like they brought they brought me three separate. No, they brought me four different beers. Three like five ounce IPAs and then like, oh, and I brought some farmhouse for everybody else. Yeah. Easy. And they gave like, you guys five yeah. five ounce free beers. And like they I was couldn't just do like, the tea. The tea's yeah. like a no-go. Like they got they got guys stamping on tea bags like it's a wine, dude. Like, Maybe they inside they promote drunkenness. Outside they That's don't. what we did not find out. We did not try to Kong inside. Yeah. What's funny is this was like the first place we were like, maybe we should Kong at the end in case we can talk. Because we, we never, actually we've never, we been never ca- have said that ever. That is never <laughs> we, once. We never once had to say that. And then you jinxed us by saying that. Well, yeah, but or did I jinx us? Because <laughs> then, because like the inside video would have not nearly been as cool as the outside no, video. So not. it was like way better because I think that's what I said. I didn't say let's save it until we get. I think I said the kicked out thing, but it was mostly because like the outside that we were going to be, we were going to get the the nice toucan yeah. in the background and stuff. So Guinness was super cool. Uh, other than that, other than the culty feeling, I mean, Faley's crab cakes, oh, yeah. the, the Orioles game was great. Uh, Bob and Jill, uh, when I officially gave um, Stephanie her ring at Cat's Eye Pub and we befriended Bob and Jill. And uh, they were super awesome. They gave us a lot of a lot of good tips uh, of places to go. Well, I mean, anything you got over there, bro? Uh, you're talking about one in your snaps, your stick. I mean, a lot of cool places. Uh, was a big fan of Max. Uh, was it? Yeah, Max's Tap House. Max's Tap House is pretty cool. Place. That was pretty cool. Dope Maryland uh, apparel store we went to. Oh we spent my a gosh, lot we spent. Money. They gave us beers though. Yeah, it was awesome. They also we got gave, to sit in the car. Yeah, they gave Megan a, like a rum and coke. Yeah, we did not know that was an option. Yeah, you know, if we're being fair, we did not know that the the liquor was flowing yeah. as well. But those, they, those guys, I think it's EC Pops. Those yeah. guys are super cool. Um, the uh, I just said the baseball game was super awesome. The Orioles won. We got to, I got to be an Orioles fan this time because they were playing the Blue Jays and not not my Cleveland team. Uh, what else? What else was going on over there? Uh, the wings at uh, Kislings, Kilvesters, Kilvesters. You guys could never <laughs> get it. Kissingers. I don't know. I had it locked down for <laughs> sure. Um, but did a lot of walking. Stephanie's feet blew up like balloons for some reason. I mean, we ate. I learned about Botinis for goodness sake. Oh yeah, it's just a uh, natty bow in a glass. I think anywhere can do it that has Old Bay, and it was Maryland, so anywhere could have done it. And they just did the rim on a, uh, did the rim in Old Bay. I'm thinking that know? for my mom's, you know, crab cookout for her birthday, uh, maybe we get a, I think if we can get like a cake, couple cases or a keg of Natty Bow and a bunch of Old Bay. Oh, I'll do Botinis. I'm interested in that. Seriously. That sounds <laughs> real good. 
And then, you know, our last night, uh, you guys had gone back to the Airbnb, but Stephanie and I, it's actually two things, I'm so sorry. Stephanie and I were about to leave Cat's Eye and go to another bar before the night before we left. We got to get up early. And uh, the band that was playing, we're tabbing out. We're tabbed out. We're finishing our drinks. And they roll into playing Juicy by, by Biggie, which was amazing. And then to top it off, they rolled into uh, Forget About Dre by Dre and Eminem. And then went to Remix Ignition, er, the, uh, the Ignition Remix by R. Kelly. Super sick. And uh, that was that was pretty amazing. Matt Kelly, shout out to him because that was uh, he was he was super dope. And then also, I do have to mention my our boy Casey with the mullet. That was in literally the last three nights, the last bar we went to every night. He was the bartender in like every one. It was super creepy. And yet, oddly satisfying. <laughs> so, super dope trip. I'm, I have a thousand more stories, but we should probably move we'll on. We'll be covering talking about. Uh, Let's move on to joke of the week. The weird Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't... Wild. I think that I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking. It. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. A little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me? It's time for the joke of the week. Didn't know this could be a thing. Apparently, too many people in New Zealand have jobs. Their unemployment just hit four and a half percent, and it's uh, decreasing. And the yeah, it's called natural unemployment. The, the normally re- around five percent. I'm sorry. The Reserve Bank is deciding whether or not the economy has hit maximum sustainable employment uh, because many experts say that it could hit up to about 3%, uh, maybe 2.8%. Uh, but they're saying that because of this, uh, let's see, unemployment is uh, present at 4.5%, but the Employers and Manufacturers Association argues it needs to be closer to 5% to make it easier to recruit, retain staff, and constrain rage inflation, which I think is that last one's the most important thing to them. Yeah, uh, I, and obviously this is something that you know you you work in this yeah. kind of industry. Well, so. not and not even not even my my work. This is just a natural business principle. A five percent is like a normal level. So like you you know, unemployment just means that you're not currently employed, but it's people moving from one job yeah. to the other, and you know people getting into new industries and stuff. Uh, I don't think it, this is anything they have to artificially do to get it back up to five percent like that's how nat- it's, just, it's supposed it, to be natural yeah it, and it i mean we just got done with covid so it'll probably work <clears throat> even itself back out well you know that's what that's what'll start to happen when it gets lower though is inflation starts to hit yeah and, and so it's other economic factors that are involved with capitalism that just naturally happen and so that's that's where the issue lies i'm sure there's some some funny quotes in here though where uh like this one right here those historical markers aren't aren't that good of a a guide i think four percent is on the too low side he says i think we're probably better at four to five percent which is inclusive of (laughs) four percent am i correct like yeah i mean you know this is yeah it's it's more of a now, it, it, what it leads to is underemployment is your bigger problem uh, within within the within the issue. You've really hit my wheelhouse here, and so now I have not. <laughs> I don't have any jokes. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> like no. I hear you're trying to make jokes, but this is serious, Bobby. This yeah. is the economy. <laughs> I think it's more about just the fact that when so many people 
are still reeling from COVID and they can't find yeah. jobs. So they're going to come in and say, ooh, too many people have jobs well, now. Well, it's New Zealand, right? So, like, they've been doing pretty fine. Like, they've been COVID-free since 03, right? <laughs> like, they have been doing, uh, and I'm talking about March of last year. <laughs> no, they've, I mean, you know, it's t- it is good for job seekers for, for a time. But then it becomes hard to switch industries and stuff because there's no fluid motion because people are yeah. just in the same. I, and I think what's a lot of people like when I when I was reading it, I, you know, on Reddit and on Twitter, people saying, OK, so are they going to like they, they post this? Are they they're not they don't they don't really say that what they're going to do about it. They're just saying, yep, here it is. Like, yeah, OK, like. Cause, I mean, are know. they planning on doing? Are they going to require people to fire people? Like, I don't like they don't they don't really say what they're going to do. It's more just like, yep. Like that's like it's, that's like saying, hey, you want to hear about hurricanes, but they're not saying if there's a hurricane coming or right. what to do if you get a hurricane or how they're going to stop hurricanes. Hurricanes like, hey, are bad. Here's the thing about hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looks like. Uh, I'm trying to look at this little chart is a very interesting way to have you have you seen the chart down here? Which charts the 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 circular oh, under yeah. the grittiest argument of all. It's it's very when I saw the words grittiest, read? when I saw the gritty talking about like oh this might be good and I'm like I it's I very don't. Un, it's not gritty at all. Uh, yeah. The thing is, New Zealand is just uh, you know a pretty chill country, yeah. and so like their this gritty is, is like, like <laughs> their gritty is like this is you know we don't have gritty guys. I don't like, I don't know like hey super gritty. <laughs> the uh, prime minister uh, tripped and fell this morning. That was gritty, buddy. Come on, come on. <laughs> Clean up the journalism, New Zealand. And then Zealand. it's like we look at their thing and it's like he just bumped his leg. He didn't even trip and fall. It's like, oh. Oh, and then in the Northland, parts of the Bay of Plenty, Gisborne and Napier, where unemployment is still above 5%. And this dude's like, to be fair, there's not a lot of employment up in those areas <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but we've got we've got long-term unemployed. That means they've got to move somewhere else and get a job. Like, go get a job in the south side of the country. Walk the 46 feet to I, the other side of New Zealand. I can't help but feel like this is... Frodo it. did it! I can't help but feel like what happened was that this, uh, whatever it's called, the newsroom, uh, said, all right, guys, everyone has to start working back in the office. And the financial guy is at a desk. He's like, oh, he's like, I actually have to write something. He's like, I don't know. Let's just let's go to Wikipedia and look at what the at what, what employment should be at. Yeah. And just he's just writing on like a, 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 a just a, a couple pages of how unemployment works. I think this would have been much better if like when he's like they that means they got to move somewhere else to get a hard job. He's like Frodo went across Middle Earth, which is <laughs> New Zealand, <laughs> and he made it to Mordor. So, yeah. And then he was set for life. He didn't even have the king bow to him. OK. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> But tough for employers, good for job seekers, which, you know, most of the time, employ, you know, corporations and employment don't listen to us, but people do. So yeah, we're pro being good for job seekers on this, unless you are a corporation, in which case. And you want to sponsor us. And you want to sponsor us. Yeah. See us outside. That <laughs> sounds like I'm trying to fight. And it depends on who. Yeah. The, I'll fight Mark Zuckerberg. No problem. But there's you know, some other guys I probably wouldn't like richard branson is that his name is that his name richard branson the dude who just went to space yeah i'd probably fight him yeah he's getting old right yeah yeah but he's probably been like injected with youth oh yeah he definitely looks like someone who i'd want to fight for the story but like i don't know i'd pretend like i wanted a picture and then i would cup check him he probably yeah. has never once been cup checked in his life you do it and you just hear like the ding of metal Ring! it's like oh be like first of all sir i've never said this to anyone 
but I'm trying to check out what you're packing. <laughs> Ridge Rants actually died 10 years ago. Now it's the Terminator. It's just, yeah, it's just. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to what's snapping your stick. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right. Want to lead this off by saying definitely dope place. Uh, Airbnb we had great location. But uh, if you run an Airbnb or one of those other places like that, if you if it's in the middle of July and your AC system is not great, whether it's because of the type of house or just naturally get, it's you can't everywhere it. and it's a house built in 1920. Man, like, I get that. But yeah, but it seems like you it. don't get it. No, I get the reasons. I'm not blaming her for not having a good enough AC system, but let people know because I would have brought a second fan or I would have brought another fan. You had two fans in your room. Yeah, bro. Plus the one I brought. I had you three. Had- Three fans in your room, bro. It doesn't seem like many more fans were going to do much. I for still could have prepared in some way. You wouldn't, I, how? How I would you have prepared? I would have figured something out. It's literally, Champions we adjust. talked to your friend from Baltimore that said that this is just, it's a row house thing. Yeah. It's a, it's a thing. Like, it's not anything that couldn't have, you could have fixed or helped. More fans. More fans. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have the. It was warm sometime, but I didn't have. See, that here's same the problem experience. with me is like, like when we with you these, decided to have the room that had the nook on it, so like that was harder to cool. To be bro. fair, I actually had no idea there was a nook there until I'm like, oh, that's cool. But I also I found out like also like that like that it was weird that the window was open up there when we got there, and that the AC was like on. Like was, honestly, we closed the window. It probably would have cooled it off more at night. If you were being honest, because it would got air. But also, like, I, went, I think it was the last night I went up there and like they had a vent up there just going like the AC blowing up in the nook isn't really helping. So I ended up like closing that vent. Actually, the last night was comfortable because I actually closed the so downstairs when vent. you closed the vents and altered where the AC was coming from. It helped. Yes. So basically what you're saying is you're snapping your stick means that you're mad at yourself for not. She should have done that for us. Or had she the, was not there. She's the a clean, traveling having dancer. The, having the cleaning people do it. Yeah, I don't think that you pay extra money to make sure that you close specific vents so the guy that gets too hot with two and the third fan that they were not aware of that you don't change. You don't tell them, hey, make sure you close the vents and figure out how to make sure he's comfortable in the room. Well, they should have. <laughs> Uh, okay, so mine is something that we promised our boy Bob that we would have, not this Bob, but uh, the other Bob, Jill's Bob, maybe. He <laughs> hasn't been murdered by uh, this snaps my stick. <laughs> we get to talking to these people, and we're talking to her, and she casually brings up, or maybe it was, you know, maybe it wasn't casual, says, oh, well, I have nine cats, and you can tell. Bob is in the background and he's rolling his eyes. Yeah. When we, and I don't think that he expected this from us Yeah, because we both hit her with Jill way too many. What are you doing? That's way too many cats. Like, are you kidding by me? Like a way too, like a lot too many. But like nine. But like, you know, like, but eight by too at many. least eight. Okay. Like, you want to have the one cat, whatever. It's not for me, but like, it's I ten get too many. You. Everyone should try and take a cat out of the world. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, cats are one of those things that, like, I don't hate cats, 
But if I woke up one morning and there were no more domestic cats in the world, my life wouldn't change. And so we're like, Jill, that's too many cats. And Bob is like, thank you. Like, thank goodness. He was like, the best was find out nine was actually alive. That was that was the best part. That was the best part of the story for her because she was like, and it comes out as we're like railing her for the nine. She was like, well, it's actually 12. We're like, what? what? It's Unacceptable. Like, it's like, are you kidding me? I was like, Jill, I'm so disappointed in you. Jill, are you joking? She's like, well, they're so cute. It's like, yeah. I was like, I was like, if you died in your home, they would eat yeah. you, Jill. And she's like, well, I just rescued them. I'm going to get rid of them. Like, how long have you had them? Like, she's like three years. It's it's like, what? That's not rescue to try and move. That, those Bob, are your cats. Bob was like, when we first started dating, I thought that she was cheating on me. But it turns out she just didn't want me to come over to her home because she had 12 cats. And honestly, the cheating thing was preferable. (laughs) It would have been much better to find out that she was cheating on me than the 12 cats. I was like, I was like, they I was like, how many of their rooms? How many rooms do they take over, Jill? She's like, well, just one. (laughs) Well, one and a half. And And Bob Bob kind of nudging. He's like, oh, she's like, okay, yeah, like. Three rooms. Like three rooms. Like, you know, like they have their own room, but then every other room has cat stuff yeah. in it. Like, dude, you are, that's a battle royale when you walk in. Like, how do you even feed 12 cats? Like, you I, just bring a dead body and just throw it on the floor. That's what I'm saying. I was like, Jill, if you had one dog and you died, that dog would find a way out of the home. Go find somebody. Bring someone to your aid. If you die with those cats, they're never going to tell anyone. They're going to eat you. Jill, too many cats. Bob, if if you're listening like you said you would, bro, we got your back, man. Make sure you show this to Jill. You got too many cats, Jill. But great recommendations on yeah. restaurants. Cats you are guys too damn it. high. They're too, <laughs> they're too damn much. Your cats, they're like lumber. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. You got a, you got a sports one this week or not? Um, not necessarily sports, but just that guy that uh, that berated the bartender for not accepting cash uh, at the Orioles game oh, with his that- kid. Yeah, that and he guy. was like, think it was like one of those guys that think he's being like really cool and thinks that everybody's gonna like come to his aid. Like, yeah. oh, then he threw yeah. something at his kid. He's like, yeah, just throw stuff at him sometime. Like, what? Like, what? That was already the weird part for me. But then he like berates this bartender because they don't accept cash. He's like, well, you would have got a really good tip if you accepted cash. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm su-. and the guy was yeah. like super nice about it too. He's like, I'm super sorry to hear that. Like, yeah. You Which, know, like, as you expect, that really good tip was 15%. He's like, you almost had yourself like a 15% oh, tip. Oh, it's like, not it anymore, Buster. It most certainly was not 15%. It was going to be good for him, and it was going to be whatever loose change happened to come back across his way yeah. after purchasing the beers. And he's like, oh, no change. Sorry that all of your prices are even dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was just a uh, a mega jerk. And so, you know, as Bobby and I do, we just kind of smack talked him right there yeah. at the bar. We're like at our seats, which he was like three rows in front of us. Yeah, we just we just really. And oh, shout out to my boy, Nick, that sat in front of us. He was a really good sport yeah. because I 
gave him the business. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, everyone, uh, we will not see you next week, but we'll see you back here in two weeks. We kind of will see him because we're going to give him Ministry yeah. of Brewing. You'll get a Ministry With of Brewing boy Nick, dude. Chris. Oh, he's, our boy Chris. My boy Nick. I was thinking about Nick yeah. because I was just talking about it. Chris, dude. Yeah. Killer. But all right, everyone, we will see you later. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.